Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. In this segment, market predictions for Henry and Rockdale counties. What the heck is happening at Zillow? It is shutting down what I believe is two-thirds of its business revenue. And what are you supposed to do if your family's against you buying a home because they think there's going to be another market crash? We've got these topics and more during this segment of the show. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. And we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured on our neighborhood spotlight. We want you to visit today. You can also subscribe to our podcast when you get there, and we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Real estate market predictions for Henry and Rockdale counties. Rockdale is out east, headed toward Augusta, and Henry County is basically southeast Atlanta. McDonough is probably the biggest city in Henry County. In terms of total single-family detached closings this year, we're projecting that sales will be down about 400 in Henry County to 1,529 from 1,901 closings in 2020. That 1,529 is three times, however, the number of closings that took place in Henry County in 2010. I don't think anybody needs to read in anything when we say sales are going to be down in Henry County. It's probably just a result, and we don't know what the numbers are going to be. The numbers might end the year where Henry County is up. What we did is we took the numbers through the end of August, and we extrapolated it through the end of the year to try to figure out whether all of the counties in Metro Atlanta where the market would be up or down. Average sales price in Henry County for the year is projected to be 296000 and thirty dollars, which is an increase of fifty thousand over the two hundred and forty-eight thousand average sales price in twenty twenty. Now listen to this. In two thousand twelve, prices hit their low during the recession, and the price of a home in Henry County was one hundred and fifteen thousand one hundred and ninety-eight dollars, one hundred and fifteen thousand one ninety-eight, which is a far cry different, one hundred and eighty thousand dollar difference than the price in 2021. As we move over to Rockdale County, uh, the sales continue to increase every single year in Rockdale since 2014. They've gone from 264 closings all the way up to 1,231 closings projected in 2021, which is an increase of about 150 sales over the prior year. The all-time low set all the way back to 2007 was in 2014, when only 264 homes sold and closed. In Rockdale County, you have tons of new construction going on, so I don't know what percentage of those 1,231 closings are new construction, but I assure you it's a much bigger percentage than it is in most other counties in Metro Atlanta. The average sales price in Rockdale, this really, really, I love this. Um, The average uh, sales price, 286907 Very interesting that Henry County averaged 296.030. And listen to this. In 2012, Rockdale and Henry County both hit their low prices during the recession. And the price in each one of those counties was uh, within $1,000, within $600 of one another. Average sales price of a home in Rockdale County in 2012 was 115716 
So you can do the math and figure that is $160,000 price increase from 2012 to 2021, nine short years. So markets are moving in the right direction in both of those counties. If you have a home that you need to sell, probably a good time to go ahead and sell the home now, especially if you're considering should I sell now or wait until the spring or summer of next year. I would encourage you to think about it now. Also, there's more inventory coming on the market in both of those areas lately. So if you felt shut out of the market April, May, June, July, you might feel differently if you get out and start looking at homes in November and December. There are less listings on the market this time of year, but there are also less buyers out there looking to buy during the holiday season. And so sometimes you might just find that diamond in the rough, that house that nobody else even knows is listed, and you might be able to buy it without competing with someone else. What's happening at Zillow? You might have heard over the last couple of weeks that Zillow is shutting down its entire iBuying operation. You're probably saying, what is iBuying? Well, Zillow, OpenDoor, and OfferPad are the three biggest iBuyers in the country, and they're really selling speed, convenience, and certainty. They're saying, we will buy your home at a guaranteed price. We will close the next number of days. You don't have to do any open houses. You don't have to clean your home up. We'll do it all. Well, the purpose for iBuying programs for companies like Zillow and Open Door and OfferPad is to, now listen to this, Atlanta, listen to this, make a profit. If you're going to have a business model that is going to last over time, you got to be able to make a profit. Now, remember, Zillow is the one who upended the real estate industry by providing what are called Zestimates. So Zillow, uh, Zestimate is Zillow's uh, proprietary pricing for your home. And what is interesting about this is the company that has sort of led the charge in helping Americans understand the values of their home has decided that they cannot adequately value homes and make money in the iBuying business. Now, to me, that's very significant because a lot of homeowners out there go on to Zillow to see this estimate of their home, and they take that as if it's factually correct. But the reality is Zillow used their valuations, their own valuations, to determine whether or not to make offers on homes and then had these things reviewed by a live person to make sure they were right. But there was a little bit of research done, and let me see if I can find this in the article. There was a little bit of research done, and uh, it was decided, listen to this, that nearly 1,000 homes that Zillow has recently listed for sale in its five biggest markets, Atlanta is certainly one of those, 64% of those homes, after they had been repaired, were being marketed for less than the company paid for them. I looked at something the other day, and it looks like about two-thirds of Zillow's revenue came from the Zillow Offers program. So they make two or $300 million, um, a year from its it's a marketing arm where they sell leads to real estate agents and the rest of that revenue. And don't quote me on this. I haven't looked at their SEC filings. I just did a little bit of research online. But after two tumultuous weeks during which insider analysis found that nearly a 1,000 of the homes Zillow listed for sale were less than they paid for them, the company announced that its instant buying program Zillow offers would cease buying up homes for the rest of the year. Now it has been discontinued. They're shutting down the whole organization. Zillow's share price dropped about 12% to $85 initially, and the stock has now plunged 32% since the start of the week. 
The story really starts back in 2018 when Zillow got into the then nascent iBuying business. We talked a little bit about iBuyers, but that is buying a home directly from a consumer, fixing it up, and selling it for a profit. The problem is Zillow could not figure out how to adequately or accurately price homes so that they could make a profit. Zillow is big, by the way. The first half of 2021, Zillow generated $1.47 billion in revenue. And I believe that is made up about 777 million or high 700 millions of Zillow offers business where they're counting the sales price of the homes they're selling at a loss, I might add, and about two or 300 million in revenue from the Zillow advertising program. It's sad, but on November 2nd, after the market closed, Zillow announced it would shutter Zillow offers and lay off 25% of its total staff. Uh, which is significant. There are people out there who say Zillow has been intentionally manipulating the housing market. I don't necessarily know that that's true. And there are still a good pool of iBuyers out there, including Open Door and OfferPad, who are actively in that business. What does this mean for Atlanta homeowners? My guess is that it means the offers that the iBuyers will make on properties will be lower than they were in the past. Those of you who sold homes to Zillow, who sold it for more than they were worth, I had one customer sell a home to Zillow for $20,000 more than I thought it was worth. And Zillow sold it for about $20,000 less than I thought it was worth about four or five months later. I thought there were problems in the model from that time. We've got a listener question. It says, my family is against me buying a home in this market. They are concerned I will wipe out my down payment and won't gain equity for several years. This is from Sophia in Orlando. She wrote in to my client care specialist. I was just notified the two homes I had in mind have just gone under contract, so I'm back on the search again. Currently, everyone in my family is against buying a home in the current market. Maybe your situation is similar to this. The way I look at it is quite different, though, as I'm thinking more long-term, but at the same time, I wasn't invested in real estate in the real estate market when the last crash happened. I don't expect a crash, but around a 20 or 30% market correction is likely to happen, in my opinion, when we once again have too many inventory, too much inventory, which means my down payment would be wiped out until it gains equity again after a few years. However, time is of the essence for me. I am I am a professional, understand finances well, but I'm really struggling to make decisions. You've probably heard this plenty of times. I guess no one knows where this market is headed. And the reality is, Sophia, nobody really, really, really knows where the market is headed, but I will tell you that it's all based on supply and demand. And at this point, the number of months of inventory of homes available for sale in Metro Atlanta is low. So on average throughout Metro Atlanta, you have about two, two and a half months worth of inventory. When you have less than four months worth of inventory, your prices are going to continue to move in the right direction. I don't know anything about the area where you're looking to buy. I'm sure my client care specialist could tell me, but you should run some inventory analysis to see how many months worth of inventory are on the market in those areas where you want to buy. And I'd also like to mention to you that if you bought a home today and you paid, I'm just going to make up a number, 25% more than you thought the home was worth, but you paid an interest rate that was 25 or 30% less than a 3.75 or a 4.0%. And remember, the historic average for mortgages is more like 6%. If you pay less in interest, you might very well take care of any overpayments that you might make for the home. Sophia, I would encourage you to do whatever is right for you. We're going to take a quick break in our neighborhood spotlight. Edgewater in Lawrenceville is going to be featured. And should you sell your house now or wait for the spring, we've got those topics and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 